Here we go, a Saturday bonus episode for everyone tuning in. You've met this week's guest back on the Gasparilla Overload a year or two ago. He was one of our guests talking about his experience as a director, all the great work he does in the film world. And now, here we go. It's time for a new release. He's hyped about it. I'm hyped about it. George, thank you so much for coming back to that entrepreneur show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. It's been difficult for us to hook up and get this done, but you're a superstar for making it happen, and I appreciate it. Of course. Sometimes with this show, with entrepreneurs, our schedules are all chaotic. And if you're listening on, I know you can resonate. So buckle up for a great show, especially if you are in the film world or a film movie buff, anything in between, or more importantly, just an entrepreneur looking to find better strategies to succeed. He's got a lot of experience. He's won a lot of awards with his films. But for the purposes of this show, let's talk about this brand new film you've got set to release. It's called Built to Last, Buyer Beware. We started production this week. We were down in Fort Myers Beach and Sanibel Island and uh, Naples. Fort Myers Beach is one of the saddest things I've ever seen. I mean, we have some stories from down there of people whose lives are never going to be the same because of uh, Hurricane Ian. And it's been a while since the hurricane. It's been over a year. And, and it's it's a long road back to recovery for those people. So our film is basically about, it's an extension of my last film, The Last House Standing. And I partnered with a gentleman, Eris Papadopoulos, who's a resilience expert. He's made a documentary film that was previously called Built to Last. And we want to wake people up and let them know you have no idea what you're buying, where you're buying it, what the risks are, and what your life will be like if things go badly. And it's there's so many tragic stories. We live in Florida. We think everything's great. We're not going to have any problems. When this happens, you have problems that some people never recover from. Yeah, here in Florida, if you don't live here, it looks like all sunny roses, Disney World, the whole nine. But our winter is really our summer where catastrophic events that hit Fort Myers last year happen. Luckily, here in, in our area, in the Tampa area, we seem to slightly miss it each year and uh we can just always hope for the best but our thoughts do certainly go out to everyone in the fort myers area what was your motivation behind this latest film well i just don't think people are getting the message you know i keep hearing officials say maybe this disaster will serve as a wake-up call i'm sorry we should already be awake we have it happen too often you know this year in tampa when idalia went by we all breathed a sigh of relief and said ah we missed it. Nothing happened here. But at Snell Island over in St. Pete, 800 homes flooded. Those people's lives are really messed up. And nobody really talks about that. So that wasn't even a storm that hit us directly. What does that tell you? That says you never know where disaster is going to come from. And, and those people were living in risky houses in a risky location. It's great when things go well. When they don't, it's really bad. I talked to one woman who didn't want to go on camera. And she bought a house that had flooded previously, and nobody told her that. It was never oh, disclosed to her. So the real estate laws in Florida, you don't have to disclose if your house flooded. It could have been under 10 feet of water, and you don't have to tell the person buying it. And then the other craziest thing I've ever seen, if you know where Salt Shack is in mm -hmm. South Tampa, yeah, right across the street from there is a 495 complex apartment building built wow. entirely out of wood on the water in tampa florida where we are a bullseye for hurricanes 
that makes my head want to explode. So those are the kind of things we're going to talk about in the film. We're going to show people that you really need to be aware. I think people moving into that building should get what's a release that they have to sign saying, do you realize it's like an investment release where you have to say this is a high risk investment. Moving yeah. into that complex is a high risk investment. It, it blows my mind what you're saying that an all wood home is built. And if everybody's listening, if anybody, excuse me, listening on from Tampa, Salt Shack, it's, it's on the water. This is, this is as close to the water as it's going to get. Um, yeah. And yeah, you don't think of the worst things that can happen. Often you think of, oh, we've got a cool beachfront house. This is great. But tragedy occurs when maybe you're not expecting it. You've been down here in the Tampa area for a little bit. Do you often find as um, heartbreaking stories as you went to Fort Myers and found for after Ian, after our Well, I think there's a lot of heartbreaking stories over uh, where that flooding was in in that Snell Island area. There's a lot of uh, stories that happen when when Irma came. There were people that that had their homes damaged with Adalia. Some houses in my neighborhood flooded. You know, anytime you have a tragedy like that, to most people, it's like, well, you have insurance. You can get your life back together. But everything in your house is ruined that's on the ground floor when you have flooding and then you have mold and then you have the inconvenience. You have to move somewhere else. You have to continue to go to work. Your kids have to go to school. It is a major life disruption that it's easy to say it's no big deal. It could have been worse. Nobody would nobody died. That's not the case. People's lives. It could take a year, five years. Some people never recover. We interviewed a couple in Fort Myers Beach that they had a house on the canal. They had three boats two jet skis, electric bicycle. They lost everything. Their life might never get back to normal. Their kid now has to take a bus an hour and a half out to Sanibel Island. And the road to Sanibel is filled with contractors every day. So it takes an hour and a half to get across the bridge. And then Sanibel Island is just decimated. I, I used, we used to go there every year and it's heartbreaking to see what happened there. Those people's lives are changed dramatically. It, it really changes the course of your life. Of course. And even on Long Island, where I'm from, the other end of the island, when Irma hit, I have friends whose homes were completely ruined, especially ruined, excuse me, the first floor. We're talking pictures, those things you can't replace. There's no insurance policy that can bring back a picture of your grandmother or your grandfather and all these things. But you're really up to great work. I'm very proud to have a chance to get to know you over these episodes. But I want to flip it to the film side of things. If there's any aspiring filmmakers out there, what are some tips you can offer them to find success in their journey? Well, you have to, it's it's good to have on your team somebody that's capable of raising money for the project. You know, we have um, my partner, um, Eris Papadopoulos, as I mentioned in the top, He his uh, nonprofit has funded some of the film. We've had some other generous people that have contributed. Right now, we're running a crowdfunding campaign on Seed and Spark. And if for filmmakers that have ever tried crowdfunding, it is very humbling. Because you think people care about your project as much as you do, and maybe they do, but everybody else has a busy life. So you may care about my project, but whether you're going to go to my crowdfunding campaign and donate anything, I can't control that. I can only ask you to do it. I can say, do you believe in my project? Here's what I'd like you to do. But it's like pulling teeth. And I I don't know a a filmmaker I've ever talked to that said they enjoyed crowdfunding because it's much better if you can find an investor, somebody an investor. I mean, films are a high risk investment, but if you can find somebody that wants to back your project before you start, you're much better off because money is the great equalizer of any great idea. And that is great advice. Can uh, 
you please share that link with me after we talk today. I'll go ahead and put it in the episode description. Anyone out there, if you want to help contribute to his movie, you don't have to be here in Florida to eventually see it when the movie goes live. Scroll down the episode description. I'll have the link for his crowdfund, and I'll also have the link to his first episode if you missed that. This is a guy you want to get to know. He offered a lot of value on that episode as well. George, how long do you think filming will be for this current project? Well, we're wrapping up what we're shooting in Tampa today. And then in January, we're going up to the Panhandle. We're going to go back to Mexico Beach. We're going to go to uh, Panama City and Tallahassee. And then we have a celebrity host we're negotiating with to have in the film. And if we if we get that That's taken cool. care of, we're going to have to, to shoot uh, his part of the film. So I'm hoping it's wrapped up by early to mid-February. And then we have to edit the project. Then you want to enter it in some festivals. You want to try to get a distribution deal. It's a long process. I mean, this is the fun part of it. The least fun part is the raising money part for it. You know, And I know you're going to put the link there. But my website is movetheworldfilms.org, and there's actually a link on there. Okay, I know you're going to put it in the notes. But So you know, we've put some cool things on there, incentives for people to do it. Your name can go up on our wall of resilience. You can actually, for very little money, get in the credits of the film. You can be part of this project. And, and who should care about this? Anybody who owns a home, anybody who lives in an apartment, we are all vulnerable because we're relying on somebody else doing their job and protecting us. And what our film is going to show you is that's not necessarily the case. You have to do your part, your due diligence, have knowledge, investigate where you're living, call your local flood manager, know all the risks that face you, because if not, you don't have a chance. And I think your project is certainly going to raise some much needed awareness. Every year these catastrophes happen, but if we don't get hit, we think, oh, it's not going to happen to us. And I've had that mentality many times. I'm like, oh, I, I used to drive up to New York and I knocked on my front door one day. And my dad's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, have you turned on the news by me or do you know what's going on here? Um, but you always want to be careful. And I am really looking forward to seeing this project come to life, George. I want to thank you so much for keeping it going. I want to tell you a quick thing that happened yesterday. When you talk about not really worrying about it, I met a guy who didn't want to go on camera. And he was right next to a bunch of houses that flooded. He's a lifelong Floridian. And he goes, ah, don't worry about it. It's just the cost of living in paradise. Well, it's anybody said everybody has a plan, right? Until you get punched in the mouth and then you and your house explodes and it's all over the neighborhood. So it's great to have that. Nothing's going to happen to me attitude. But that changes dramatically when it happens to you. And I've interviewed a lot of victims who never thought it would happen. And, and now their life is forever changed. So it's heartbreaking. And I would love for people to get involved. We only have five days left on our campaign. And it's all or nothing. If we don't hit our goal, we get nothing. So I would love for people to check it out and, and jump on board. Absolutely. Well, I'm happy to share that for you. Do you have a next film already lined up, knowing your ambitious self? I have to ask. I do. I do. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's called American Dysfunction. A picture is an illusion, and it's about the family structures in this country and how the family unit is falling apart. 96% of families identify as dysfunctional. And the consequences of that, you know, your family grounds you. It's something that can be the center of what you do and who you are. But a lot of people take that for granted and they go, nah, I don't need them. I didn't choose these people. I'll go out and make my new friends. You only get family one time. And I think the family unit is important. It's falling apart in this country. And my film is going to talk about ways you can avoid that happening and possibly keep your family on track and keep you together. I 
don't have much education on the topic, but from what I see, I certainly agree with you. One of my side hustles forever has been a substitute teacher, and I go in these classrooms once or twice a month. And you could see it right in front of your eyes. I had a student um, yell, say the F word, a second grader, to another student. When I was a student, that was an automatic suspension. You're in and out. I was told there are bigger things to worry about. These kids, the, just the way, I mean, I'm very fortunate and grateful for my upbringing and uh, values and learning how to be a decent human being. But it's very unfortunate because you can see the lack of adult figures or the lack of adult figures who are setting a positive example as frequent as I used to. Absolutely. And, and you know, there's a lot of single parent homes and it's tough being a parent. And if Absolutely. you're a single parent, it's even tougher. Yeah. You know, if you don't have a husband and wife uh, or whatever the parental structure is, if you don't have two people working together, that's difficult. Now factor in a single family parent home, it's even more difficult. And so, you know, the family needs to stay together and we're going to show you ways that you can do that because when that falls apart, I think people have no center and it creates a lot of the problems that we have in the world today. I think you are spot on with that. One more time, George, where can we find the funding link? Where can we find you online? And what else do we need to know before you sign off? The easiest way to get to it is movetheworldfilms.org. That's my website. And right at the top of the page, there's a right in the center of the screen, there's a link to the crowdfunding campaign. I hope people will just check it out. Um, it, it's an important film built to last. You're going to really learn a lot and you're going to go, wow, I need to do a better job. I have no idea what I'm living in. Most people understand their car better than they understand their house. And I think that's uh, a very risky thing since your house is your biggest investment. And then on my website, my film page, it talks about the other stuff that I'm doing, my podcast. Um, there's a lot of things going on and I would just love to have people participate. I'd appreciate the support. Definitely go to his website. As we started in the beginning, we, had, we were trying to nail this down. George made a great impact on me the first time we chatted. Had to bring him back the second time. Try, proud and honored to play a very small part in helping you raise awareness, George. Keep up the great work. Everyone out there, scroll down to the episode. I normally don't even put links in the show anymore because it distracts from the episode. But for today, scroll down to that episode. Hit that uh, website link. Contribute what you can, if you can, of course, holidays we understand times are tough but if you're able to contribute to this project and you feel some sentiment especially being a florida resident it's right there in the episode description the show is at that entrepreneur show on all social media be sure to head to youtube because this podcast will have video clips to help george promote his movie and subscribe to the youtube channel i am working hard to provide you all with great content besides just on instagram and facebook with that, we are signing off as George has to get out there and finish up filming. So, George, have a great day wrapping up your project. Thanks, Vincent. Hey, thanks for your support, and thank you for making this happen. Of course, man. <laughs>